This week on Hey the Parents, we're talking about a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's right, my Jedi Masters and Padawans, because this special episode isn't about who shot first, but which scruffy nerf herder has what it takes to watch some Star Wars with your kids. Whether it's a name you haven't heard in a long time, the movies that you're looking for, or you can't wait to make the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs to the couch, this is the episode for you. And of course, we talk about Star Wars when we were younger, mishaps with their own kids, and what the supposed experts say. Because it's the three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing, no tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. All right, it is us. We are back. It's us What's again. What's going on? Hello, my friend. Dude, this is awesome. Happy morning. Happy early Sunday. So we happy are gonna. Morning. We're gonna two. We're gonna we're gonna double this up. It's just me and you. It's gonna two man this one. It's gonna be like uh like Chewie cool, cool. and Han Solo. You are you are the Han Solo, and I'm the Chewbacca. I think because <laughs> you got you got the you know whether you got you the knowledge or not. Chewy I believe in you. <laughs> You were the chewy to my solo. Oh man, that's that's true friendship right there. So this episode, this week, we are going to be talking all about Star Wars. Um yes. with some purpose. With some purpose, not just so we can sit here and talk about something we want to talk about, but um because we were thinking that it would be cool to um well twofold. One was to talk about Star Wars in terms of like as a parent, like maybe like how to introduce it to your kids if that's something that's meaningful to you. Um, yeah. and of course, like sometimes, you know, that doesn't always go right. Maybe the kids may not be into it and you are or vice versa. And then two is, um, maybe like what is important to watch and maybe what you could kind of like slip by the wayside because there's so many different like shows and movies and then Disney plus keeps pumping out like, you know, show like the Mandalorian and, and Ahsoka yeah, yeah. and then there's also like the older cartoons, like the Clone Wars and, uh, Rebels, right? I'm, I'm doing right. I'm, I'm doing okay. You're doing good. You You're tell, doing good. You could tell by the questioning of my voice that I haven't seen all of those parts, right? Like, obviously, okay, we'll talk about that in a bit. So, yeah, so we're here. We're talking about it. I'm excited about it. Are you? Yeah, I am. And, and, you know, I'd just like to add, you know, if you're not even a Star Wars fan and you're listening to this episode, you know, maybe you can kind of put these things that we talked about towards, you know, whatever it is, you know, whether it's uh, sports or another type of movie, Legos, anything, you know, maybe some of the things we talk about, you can kind of use it towards whatever else that maybe you may be into, you know? Absolutely. I love that. So we are here. I'm excited. So um, this week, listen, this week we, um, speaking of Disney and all of that good stuff, um, we went to this, uh, I don't know if, this, if they do this in your district, but uh, my kids did this thing where uh, it's called Orchestra Day, where they have uh, kids from like the, the middle school, the high school, the elementary school, everybody who's an orchestra um, that volunteers that wants to do this. They go to the high school and they work together with like older kids and they oh, all that's awesome. learn some songs and they put, they put on a performance, like not too many songs, like maybe a couple songs for, yeah. um, like the high school does like, you know, a song or two by themselves. And then the middle school joins the high school 
for a song or two and then and then the elementary school joins the middle school and high school then they play songs at the end and all their teachers are there <laughs> it's really really cool so this this time was disney that sounds great that was like the theme and um noah we told him he was so pumped because they did uh they did under the sea and then they did it's a small world so we were like <laughs> i was like all i want to do as a parent was like get a video of noah when the when the music started you know because like, yeah, yeah. he was so excited it was ridiculous i think i pumped it up too much but they played it like in half time so it was like a little slower and um at first i don't <laughs> think he really like he was like not sure what the song was but then it hit him and it was really cool but it's cool it's good to see like they do these things like sometimes in your district and your kids get a little older they uh they did they have these opportunities but um yeah, yeah mu- music's that's really a big thing in our house you know yeah, that's really cute, man. You know, I love, I, I mean, I remember going to Disney World and going on that It's a Small World ride. Love the ride. It's fun. The song's cool, too. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little repetitive and you're just like, oh, this this song is just, you know, it's lovely. It's a lovely song. But, you know, you, you, bite, your, you bite your teeth because you just see the smile of your kids and how much they love it. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm listening to this song again. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's like when we were, um, when I was younger, we went to Disney. I think like some of the rides freaked me out because I, I don't know, maybe just like, you know, whatever. I went on rides, like as a parent, maybe I see it now a little bit more, but <laughs> and we'll talk about this in our Disney episode. We have that coming up relatively soon. Um, is that uh, I think there was like this thing where like, you know, my sister's four years older. So we would go on rides and then we would go on rides that probably, you know, you don't, you have to know your kid, I guess. I don't know. So I went on yeah. like, you know, was it Thunder Mountain? Uh-huh. Space Mountain? Scared the bejeebers out of me. And then it was like, <laughs> it's a well, small it's so world. dark. It's so it's dark. Small world is my solace. So I went to the small <laughs> world, ran that thing like, you know, like three or four times in a row. And now like, um, now as a parent, we went back and then, um, that ended up happening with Noah. Um, and then we rent, we went on, it's a small world, like, you know, a, a couple yeah. times in a row. And it's like such a great ride. Cause it's like, it's almost like, um, like a like a picture book where you gotta like well not not a picture book remember like highlights magazine where you gotta like find the things like like look around and find stuff <laughs> so there's so much stuff going on that i think he just loved it and there's a board game that we played and i'll we'll tell you about that on the day we do that episode but anyway yeah, it's just like a rite of passage you it know? is right and I'm, <laughs> yeah. it's still my favorite ride so now we are but it's not about traveling in a boat through uh different places in uh on earth nah, this nope, episode nope, is nope. about traveling on a uh on a on a wonderful old ship she's a fast ship (laughs) because she's the one that made the castle run in less than 12 yes yes i just want to give myself a congratulations on that segue because that was just that was that was a great transition my friend you know it's really what everybody wants to hear when they listen to a podcast is um how (laughs) how somebody does a great segue um so here we are it's a sunday morning super early bright as can be um we had all kinds of wackiness this week with um sarah was uh she had a little sickness going on and and then mike's had some stuff going on in the house um so we we were like let's just get up super early let's get up our um you know get our stuff going Sunday, get our coffee going. Yeah, jump into the shower. Five a.m. Just you know, we are sitting here. <laughs> That's what we yeah, do. Like, uh, it was like it was like the scene of uh, getting um, you know trying to get the hyperdrive working in uh, you know and the Millennium Falcon. We're like plugging wires in. We got the rain going on here. Things are crackling, but. We are here. This is happening. You don't care about that. And that's okay. So uh, real fast, if this is the first time listening to the show, um, we normally do a podcast that's about parenting. And uh, what we do is we pick an episode or a theme. We pick a theme every week, rather. And we talk about that theme in detail about what, what it was like for us growing up um, in the 80s, 90s with our parents. More importantly, it's more about us growing up with our parents, 
Second to that is that what happens when we're parents, what happens with our own kids. And then we look at some um, some expert stuff and see if, uh, you know, if maybe we could kind of tilt our approach a little bit and maybe think about the greater picture to figure out if maybe this is a different way to go about things. And in this episode, yeah. we are doing uh, the theme is all about Star Wars. So Star Wars with your kids. What's that like? And uh, how do you get them started without um, scaring them away and making them just dislike it altogether? So, um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so we're here, my friend. We're here. So. Listen, for me, yeah. um, with Star Wars, I, I laugh because my experience growing up was my sister being four years older than me. Um, and I don't I don't know if I remember seeing it myself. I think it was more of like her like hearing about it from my parents. Uh-huh. Um, I saw I saw Star Wars in the theater for Jedi, but everything else like, you know, my parents took my sister to um, Empire and there mm-hmm. is um, the scene where um Han Solo gets put into um, carbonite and he, oh, yeah, gets yeah, like, yeah. he gets down and he gets frozen. And he's got his hands up and he just looks really creepy. I love you. And I my know. Sister, I, <laughs> yes. Well done. And my sister like was bawling in the theater. I think it freaked her out. I think it was just so scary, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, I was a little bit like apprehensive when it came to like watching Star Wars. And then obviously, you know, um, as time went on, um, you know, they were all the kids that, lived in the neighborhood who had like the the play sets right like the yeah, yeah. remember like the ewok um the ewok play set and they had like all the toys and then it was like all the, the action figures yeah right with a darth vader like it was like a carrying case it was like a bust of darth vader and you open mm-hmm. it up and it was like you know the characters would be standing <laughs> up but you got I I mean, it, obviously you got a lot you know because i was like i was a transformers and gi joe kid but I was mm-hmm. always like, I was always jealous. Like, cause you go to their kids' houses and they had this stuff. And I was like, man, this is, this is really cool. Like, this is kind of better than Cobra. Like, I don't want to offend anybody, but you know, listen. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I know, seriously. So what was, so tell me about yourself growing up. Like, what was, I'm uh, so curious like, well, when it started to like sink in. You know, I'm always interested in finding out other people's journeys on how they discovered uh, Star Wars. Because, you know, I think about my my uh, discovery of star Wars and it was, it had to be around the ages of anywhere between seven and 10. I was, I was in that age, age range. And um, I don't know, I was just going through my garage, going through like boxes. My, my father was cleaning the garage and I was just, I found this box of tapes and uh, cassette tapes, VHS tapes. Right. And it was labeled Star Wars. And I guess my my father, he was who was into it. My mom had no clue what Star Wars was. Um, maybe went, you know, at the time when she was alive and it came out, you know, and uh, and I, I just saw Star and I thought, wow, uh, Star Wars. What is this? I don't know. It, it just intrigued me. And so I popped it in the V uh, the VCR and I'm watching it and I'm and I just I I, I sat there glued to the TV to the TV watching uh star wars a new hope and uh i guess my father had recorded it on hbo because it would come out on hbo at the time and um you know and you could record off your vh your vcr and i i i was just i was stunned i was in awe i was just everything cool about it space spaceships uh you know, lightsabers, um, you know, this 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 quest to train uh, and be a Jedi. It was just it was all intriguing to me. And, um, you know, as 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 the movie went on, I, I think now too, even being like an adult, like when when I was a kid, I was I was like I, I was so attached to this. Like now there's so many cartoons and things like that get kids 
But this was like an adult kind of show, and it could be scary, like you said before. But uh, I don't know. It was just it, it caught me, man. And uh, ever awesome. since, been a fan. You know, it's it was so cool. And did you um like the before you had seen it? Like, were you um like were you exposed to? it like in other ways like from like books or or like did you hear about it or like no like yeah you, I, you know what i mean yeah it was i i've never i never heard of it never seen it before you know i, I just picked it up like i said from that from that garage and i just watched it it just popped it in because it was interesting and ever since then i i was i was glued to it and you know it's funny because you talk to other people about it or you you uh you when i was a kid i I would started collecting toys and and kids uh, um, didn't really collect Star Wars because I don't know it was kind of old old news came out in the seventies, you know so um you know they were collecting like the latest toys or or sports cards or things like that so I was kind of my own little my own little person collecting my own toys of uh, Star Wars action figures and things and. Um, eventually I ran into some friends who knew about it, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you a know, couple. some, a couple of those friends that knew about it and we kind of bonded over it, but I was the true diehard fan, you know, that's cool. Did you, um, <laughs> and you've got, you got two brothers. So like, did your, was your older brother into it before you were, or, or did you kind of, yeah, so I, I tried, I tried to get my other brothers into it, but, um, you know, they 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 didn't really like it so much. They they thought it was cool, but I don't know. It just spoke to me, you know, uh, more. And, uh, you know, when I asked my parents about it, um, you know, my dad, like I said, he he was in he thought it was just cool. You know, he was into the sci fi thing. My mom had no clue and I was trying to show her. But, you know, she would fall asleep watching the movie. <laughs> Thanks, mom. You know, right, um, right. but uh, it it was it was kind of special to me. Like, you know, that's kind of cool too. That not everybody was really into it, because then it was kind of special towards me. It was something that like I just had that I can connect with and share, you know, to whoever I wanted to. So it was it was cool that way. I love that you found like in your garage because it's hysterical how like you found like Pong the same way. Like you were like <laughs> rustling through your garage to find like, you're like, oh, what's this uh, Atari thing? I'm just going to yeah. plug the wires in where they fit and see what happens. And then you're like, what's this box? This is Star Wars. Uh, it's yeah. next to this Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, the state? What's going on here? <laughs> it's just so funny that you were, that so you just like found it and like organically you were, you were, you were watching it versus like yeah. our experience as parents where we're like, okay, when, when's the right time? When are my kids going to watch this? Like, when, what is it going to be the opportunity for me to show them? It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a different thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't know if many people know this, but, you know, Star Wars is like a, to me, at least from my perspective, it is a big family uh, drama. <laughs> That's right. pretty much what it is, you know. You know, don't think about it as uh, just spaceships and laser beams and uh, you know, uh, kind of sci-fi stuff. And if you actually really look at the story, it's 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 pretty cool. It's it's got a lot of meaningful things, um, and that's probably why it spoke to me so much. Um, it deals with a lot of family hardships, you know. And um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. That's awesome. So, so the um, the the thing I think that the big heart 
or a big core of this episode is really like try to figure out like our own kids, like when to watch it, when not to watch it. Right. So yeah. um, maybe we'll jump into that because I think there's some of the some of the episode I think we want to talk about, like what what like, you know, besides the main films, because when we grew up, obviously there was just the main films and then it was the Christmas episode, which is the holiday episode, which is hysterically <laughs> terrible. Um, but now there's so much more. Right. So yeah. um, so for me, I don't know if this is a kind of a similar experience for you, but. Um, no, I don't think it was actually because I know you. This wasn't the same experience it was for you. But for me, on Father's Day every year, um, I guess like, um, you know, because we're kind of kooky, we don't we were trying to have the kids watch TV like not until like a certain age, and then yada yada yada. So yeah. Um. So like, I think we waited until like maybe Jacob was like I don't know, like maybe five or like six, maybe just to like you know whatever, a little mm-hmm. bit older, you know. I don't know. So. Every year for um, maybe he's a little bit older. Maybe I was thinking more about Ethan. It doesn't matter. So so we were waiting um, <laughs> too long, I guess. And every time Father's Day would come along, I'd be like, you know what? It'd be really cool to watch Star Wars. So for th- like two or three years in a row, it's either that we tried or like I got through the first like seven or eight minutes. And then either like something happened where like my in-laws came over or like we were meeting somebody or like yeah. something came out or like cooking or it, it didn't matter. Right? It was always <laughs> like, you, you kind of like bite off more than you could chew on father's day or like it's, you know, uh, yeah, you're hosting whatever else, you know? So I, yeah. I think like we, we did that. And then like another time the kids got bored, we never got out of like the first few minutes, but I will tell you that watching it with my own kids, it can be an absolute struggle getting oh, through yeah. the first oh, like yeah. 20 minutes or so. Because it's just not enough uh, happening. You know? I know. I know. It's like, just get to the spaceport. Just get to the <laughs> spaceport. Get the ship out, you know. That's some action. <laughs> right? Right? Otherwise, you get as far as, like, Obi-Wan. He's like, that's not a name I've heard in a long time. And then he's making his, his hands are going flappy, flappy. And he's, like, trying to scare away the sand people. But once you get into it, it's, it's a big difference. But for me, I think I was trying not to put too much pressure on. But I felt I felt like as I was pushing it, the more I was pushing it, the less they were kind of like receptive to it to yeah, where yeah, yeah. Um, it, it took us until um, our our trip over the summer. This past summer, we were going to Disney where we were like, all right, the kids have to watch it. So it started actually last year when we were on when we were like in we were already planned, already going. But when we knew we were going to Disney, um, so that would have been Father's Day in June. So in June, we watched uh, uh, episode four. And then we watched episode five as we're trying to cram in like all of the Disney movies also before we get to the parks. Um, <laughs> and we got through episode four, and episode five, and then we didn't finish episode six. So I was like, oh, man, this is like not great. So we ended up um, at least we got through the first, you know, the first two before we got to the rise. And right, so, right. so then Ethan, um, you know, we're on the plane. Rachel is sitting next to Noah and uh, and Jacob. Um, you know, we, we sometimes Jacob, the older one, is really like super duper amazing with um with noah in certain circumstances so he was kind of a beast um on the plane so thank god um and then uh, i was sitting next to ethan and um he was like all about star wars at the time and um we were looking through JetBlue had like you know the tv and stuff and we flipped down and it had the original trilogy on there so on our way down it's funny because like it's hard to get like two headphones connected to the same tv 
So we were like looked at each other <laughs> and we were trying to time it to watch at the same time. And we were, we were counting down um, like to press the button at the same time. So like you, know, uh-huh. you start the movie, you hit pause and we're like one, two, three. And then as we're doing it, then you're like, <laughs> hi, everyone. Welcome to your flight today. We're going to put on our seatbelts. Like, ah, so then we like could pause like it forces everyone out of it. So we finally yeah. like, take off. We got to go in again. And I think we got through like most of it. So it was like a good, a good place to be like to get ready for the parks. But he loved you know, it. Like once he got started, he was really into it. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's so tough. Like um, like what you said before, like you kind of don't want to pressure your kids into getting into into it. Right. Because I think that's what we do as parents sometimes. Like we try to get our kids into like the things that we like so we can connect with them on some way. You know, not that we can't connect with them because they're our children, but, you know, you want to try to have those similar things in common so you can kind of do those fun things together and um, like maybe go to Comic-Con or something like that. And, you know, I remember trying to um, get my kids involved in Star Wars and I played that immediately as soon as they were born, you know. This is how we're going to start things off, kids. Don't worry about this. (laughs) I wanted my kids to wield lightsabers as soon as they came out of the womb. You know, (laughs) listen, you know what? It's not a right way or wrong way. It's just the way it is. Like you said, it's it's tough to get them really into it in the beginning because um, it's not it's not really uh, meant for kids in the beginning. But I think, you know, just playing it in the background every now and then, like them seeing me watch it, them seeing all these different (laughs) now and then. (laughs) Them because you were like because like you know there's a there's the you know the may the fourth thing and and then you're like that's star wars day and then you're like it's father's day it's star wars day and it's like your birthday like it's star wars day <laughs> just kind of keep it consistent in the background you know what i mean <laughs> right right and uh you know lucas wasn't really into it at first and i'm like oh man my first son that i named luke for a reason, you know, isn't even into it. This is heartbreaking. And then, yeah, really, you know, that, wasn't really <laughs> that wasn't really coincidental in that case, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and then, you know, funny, real quick, funny story about that. I wanted to go with Luke, but then Taylor was like, are you serious? We are not naming our son after um, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. And I'm like, well, how about Lucas? It's similar and, you know, a little bit better, you know? <laughs> Right. You're like, you know, look, Obi-Wan's a weird name to call a kid at school. So it's up to you. Exactly. I think just keeping keeping what you like consistent and having the kids acknowledge it and just see it, they'll they eventually get into it, too. Like Lucas wasn't into it. Ellie, um, my middle daughter, also not into it uh, as well. And Hayden, you know, she's too she's too young to get into it yet. But I still played in the background. But all three of them. You know, will love to play with the lightsabers and battle me and because they glow and then they put on like the Star Wars helmets and they battle each other. And we all have like these little Star Wars fights here and there, like kind of joking around, nothing serious. But, you know, they're slowly getting into it. And, you know, Ellie would be like, oh, God, we got to watch Star Wars again, Daddy. And Lucas would be like, Lucas is now more into it as he gets older. And it's cool because we're all kind of connecting in it in, a, in, a, in our own way, you know? Like with my kids sometimes, like it's not like always um, – I, I mean it's different ages too. But I find like sometimes like it's less about my attempt to be to influence and then more <laughs> yeah. about like the way that they interact with each other. Yeah, so like yeah. Noah being so young, like he was um, like he wants to keep up with his brothers. So like Noah's four, Jacob is 11 and Ethan is um, eight. So um, when they're, um, you know, when they're hanging out and we were like watching Star Wars stuff 
Noah would be like, I want to hear the Star Wars in the car. Like, <laughs> like the, he didn't know, even know what he was even talking about. But like kids would like, you know, we take sometimes we take turns letting them like, you know, choose our music if we're driving somewhere, like, you know, going to visit my sister-in-law, whatever else. And like, he, like, you know, like whatever, like Jacob will choose a song and then Ethan will choose like, you know, whatever, like a soundtrack of like, you know, Encanto, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then and all of a sudden we're like, Noah, do you want to pick a song? I want to listen to Star Wars. And we're like, really? All right. I guess it's the Imperial March or something like that. I don't know. And then he wanted to listen to the full album because he felt like he was getting gypped, you know? So yeah. like we're putting on like the John Williams, like the full, the full score Duel of fates and, and i'm looking at rachel and i'm like i don't man i don't know this is this is getting wacky like because he's like i want to hear star wars and i'm like i don't i don't know if um like you know how it is like certain scenes like when they do the music in the background like it's yeah. even it's it's kind of hard to recognize besides like the main the main themes you know but it's very funny but well, we you know we got a lot more to talk about so all right yeah, yeah. so let's let's uh take a moment to um discuss let's start with the order to watch because there's a whole side other issue entirely where mm, it comes to yeah. um pop culture and everything else because yeah. my kids kind of already knew that Darth Vader was the father which was <laughs> sad because I really wanted to have that experience where they were like what you know but yeah. there were still more things that were more like kind of a, a crazy situation that they didn't know about but they did yeah. they did know that line and and Ethan was like is this is this where it happens is this where it happens I'm like yeah. I don't no, I do know, but I don't want to tell you. But there, it, it didn't. It didn't obviously ruin anything. But there yeah. was there wasn't that moment on the couch like where you see like you know not that like where those people, but you know like when you see people like videotaping their kids and yeah, like, like and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. their mouth drops and they're like losing their mind that that actually happened. Whether yeah. that was like the fifth time they taped it, who even knows? But we didn't have that exact <laughs> moment. But I was gonna ask you like one like does like does pop culture impact like the order you should watch it in? Is there a proper order? Do you stick to the like? Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. You know, with uh, with with the the bad Hamlet play in the middle, or do you um, <laughs> or Macbeth? So how do you how do you let's let's stop me talking. Let's hear your your perspective. Yeah, so uh, you know, I really think the all the new content that has come out for Star Wars is is great for kids nowadays because I think kids can connect with Star Wars in many ways. Like, there's a Lego Star Wars, there's cartoon Star Wars, there's all these different Star Wars versions, and um, you know, they can find something that they can connect with. Like I was saying, but. When I when I was younger, it wasn't that easy. So I think I think true fans of Star Wars, <laughs> right off the bat, you know, see see the original three movies, you know, and uh, you know, Star Wars: A New Hope, you know, it 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 was it was an, it it was everything. It was inspirational. It was uh it was it was just amazing. And I think kids nowadays to get them into it. Um, you know, you can find anything. Um, and I think, uh, that's the best way to start introducing kids nowadays into Star Wars is maybe if your kid likes Legos and you like Star Wars, do Lego Star Wars, or you could try the Clone Wars or, which is a, another cartoon version from Disney. Um, you know, there's all, there's all different types of, of Star Wars content, you know, that I think so you where, can use. Where do you start? Four, four, five, six. Oh, I played, I played, yeah, <clears throat> I play the movies right off the bat. Star Wars, four, five, and six. Start there. Go with the New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Those are the three. You know, now, that you, would definitely. Do you take a step away from that after four, five, and six, or do you go like, did you go four, five, six, then go one, two, three, 
and then seven, eight, nine, or did you go to like four, five, six, then like other stuff like cartoons and stuff? Because we we ended up doing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and now we're doing one, two, three. Well, you know what I like about one, two, three is um, it's more flashy. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a I lot of sure. There's After a lot. My kids to watch episode four for like, <laughs> come on, keep watching, just keep watching. Trust me. Like you'll you'll hear about one. One is episode one is definitely a flop, I guess, in if according to the experts. But what I like about it is the introduction of the staff from the lightsaber point of view. Like you have the dual the um the lightsaber that point of view. <laughs> the lightsaber staff and that when when star wars fans store this for the first time everybody went crazy everybody just was like oh my god there's a different type of lightsaber out there you know and it's a staff and it's got two and here's darth maul taking on all these jedi you know and it's like that was really cool it was you know it's something that can catch little kids you know um all the just flashiness like the of it gets cut in half <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. there's a guy that has it, which is that's the thing I was gonna ask you about because one is one gets kind of violent, right? Like at the because yeah. like four, five, and six, like Obi Wan, like you know, he dies, but he turns into like a force goes and his clothes drop to the floor. <laughs> um, so like yeah. as far as like right, yeah, and like stormtroopers keep missing. So like there's the the one thing though, and I don't when they in episode four when they got to um when Luke comes back to the the farm, the moisture farm, whatever, and yeah. his aunt and uncle are there. In the original movies, do you remember? Did they show like the the bodies? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. There was two like smoking. They did show that. Yeah, bones, uh, bone bodies on the floor. You know, and I was like, yeah, we were like trying to distract our kids when they came up on the screen. I'm like, what's that over there? <laughs> hey, kids, what time is it? How much time do we have left before we have to go somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. I know it was it was a little freaky. Um, I guess even when I was younger and seeing that, but um. You know, nowadays it's like you, you know, on Halloween you go walking around and you see skulls everywhere, you know? <laughs> so, true. yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, and it's quick. It's a quick, like, two second scene and uh, they may not even notice it. So, you know, when it came around for my kids, I was like, ah, uh, you know, maybe they won't notice it or see it or. You know, if they say anything, I'll 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 address it then. But uh, they didn't really notice it because, you know, there was just smoke also coming from the house, too. So it's like, yeah, there's things distracting them, you know. Right. And then I guess most of the other stuff just deals with like, you know, the stormtroopers and suits and stuff and not really. Yeah. Too yeah. much else. Right. Yeah. I mean, Darth Vader could be a little, a little scary when he pops up on the screen. But... I mean, there was the burning of the Jawas, too. They kind of put them all in a like a fire and. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's, that, that's yeah, a little that that's a little that's a little yeah you know. Well, but, it's funny you know, because you like keep... episode one, like it was all the Greeks are <clears throat> fighting robots. Yeah, and then yeah. um, it's <laughs> like such an old person. They were fighting <laughs> robots. They were fighting robots. No, they were. I mean, they were all droids. So like it 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 almost took you by surprise when Darth Maul shows up, and then they're actually fighting, and it it does get violent, which is you know whatever, but. Um, but like and then said, he does get, like, and then Qui Gon gets stabbed, you know, and he falls, and yeah, that's quite a scene. That was like, and uh, then there's and the chopping is, uh, in the half of Darth Maul. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and yeah. then as, and then you also have like the issue with like the Emperor, um, getting freaky with the lightning magic. Um, yeah. li lightning magic. You think I'm talking about <laughs> about Harry Potter? Um, with the force powers, like he, you know, that whole thing, cutting hand. Well, then don't even get me started on cutting hands off. Um, but then there's a scene in Empire with the, uh, you know, 
um, going out to the in the ice and cutting open the, the tauntaun. But that's not. It still looks so fake now by like by standards of like modern yeah. um, movies that I guess it's a little less scary. You know, it's funny because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know, it's it's not too violent. I know, and then as, the as we're li- yeah, <laughs> as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, geez, maybe it is a little violent, you know. And then uh, they go to a bar. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so so I think like um, so. Okay, so what we're, what I guess we're getting at is still it's a great four, movie five, for six, kids. Way to go! You could do, you know, you do six, seven, eight, and then do you know whatever, and do one, two, three. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I just said it. It's seven, eight, nine, and then one, two, three. <laughs> so where? All right. So that's cool. That's all good and great. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Like, um, I'm not gonna common sense media it, but I am gonna say that. I think that episode, um, seven, eight, and nine, could be some parts of it could be a little scary because it's yeah. such good good screen stuff. That I almost would say, like for us at least, that maybe you know having the kids a little closer to like maybe seven or eight years old, at least in our house, we felt a little bit better with that age for that. Um, okay. Maybe yeah. episode yeah. one, two and three, we could do maybe like at maybe six, if they're, if they're more of like, you have to know your kids, right? Like yeah. if you know your kids and they're like, you know, like for my older guy, my older guy was a little bit more nervous about watching, <clears throat> like watching like superhero stuff. And when he was younger than my middle guy. So Ethan was a little bit more like, a little bit ready to ready to be exposed to things. Um, yeah. Of course, there's always the issue where you're like, where they come to you in the middle of the night and you're like, I had a nightmare. You're like, what have I done? <laughs> but um, okay, so so we're good there. That's I yeah. kind of you, you went younger, obviously, but you have to know your kids. Um, yeah. For us, we we had episode four playing with Noah in the room, so um, it was fine, you know. But I don't know necessarily if I'd want to show him stuff yet. But I think like you know, I remember going to the movie theaters when we were really young and. When the when the original when the new trilogy came out one two three and they were definitely yeah. young kids in the, in the crowd so oh yeah um, you know how it is you got to introduce it when you feel it's right and that's fine you know um and but as long as you keep it consistent and you keep dragging your kids to it <laughs> drag them in there <laughs> drag them in there you know <laughs> whatever it is whether it be Star Wars or sports or whatever just kind of keep it in the background and maybe they'll be like hey dad what's that you know <laughs> i think honestly I, I actually coming from our own experience i really feel honestly that many parents who are not necessarily like into star wars star wars like like you know that that are just super fans i feel like most of it is going to be dictated by like um by either by like just wanting to show it with them like just watch it together or it's going to be like you're planning to go to disney and you know that it's at one of the parks at hollywood studios and yeah. then, like, you all of a sudden are like, we probably should show this to the kids so that at least they, they know what they're talking about because <laughs> we can't afford this trip. We're only going one time. They better enjoy it. So I think that probably has something to do with it. But I was going to say also, too, you know what else helped was um, getting my kids into Star Wars was I saved all my action figures from when I was a kid, you know, and I, oh, I had did. them. Yeah. And I had them in boxes. And I even said to myself when I was like, you know, 14 and I started having to put away my. Star Wars toys because I wanted uh, <clears throat> to to, to find a, a significant other. You know? <laughs> wow, getting married at fourteen, huh? <laughs> Just you know, no, I, I was you. interested. Like, interesting to hide this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I wound up putting all my Star Wars action figures in displays in boxes, and I'm like, yeah, one day when I have kids, I'm gonna bust it out and I'm gonna let them play with it. You know, fast forward 15, 20 years later, I busted out all those toys, and it, it's really cool. 
seeing my kids play with all those toys that I played with when I was younger. Kind of like a Toy Story thing, right? Like you're passing down your toys and, um, you know, all the adventures you had with those action figures. Now your kids are having different or same adventures that you had. And it was really, really cool. And that was another segue for my kids to kind of use to get into Star Wars, you know? I like that. I, unfortunately, uh, you you pick wisely because uh, <laughs> He-Man were not the toys you were looking for. The uh, the rubber that keeps them together, like all their legs fell off. It's crazy. So um, the toys like GI Joe and Star Wars, once again, those were made a little bit better, so they yeah. stayed together. So maybe you did the right thing. Yeah, so, but it's um, cool. Just like it's cool. Just like having something from your past and passing mm-hmm. it down. You know what I mean? Whether it's action figures or if you're into sports, passing down an, uh, a hockey stick or a baseball or, you know, a baseball bat that you were good at, you know, uh, that you or, used or when Dungeons you were younger. Or Dungeons Dragons 2nd Edition. Or Dungeons you know, Dragons. All, there's yes. so many options out there. It's cool because it helps them get into it. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm using something that daddy used. I'm using something that my dad had when he was a kid. You know, it's it's I think that's cool. You know, and then they turn to you and you start crying because you're like, this is so ghetto. You're like, thanks a lot, kids. <laughs> um, all right. So um, what I want to ask you, um, maybe you could kind of explain this because this is something that was on my mind, is um, there are newer properties in Star Wars. Um, you know, there's a Mandalorian. There's. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, the um, what's uh, Boba Fett show. Then there's mm-hmm. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was uh, Obi-Wan. So those are the live action TV shows. Yeah. And then there was this time period where like, depending on your age and everything else, there was um, the Clone Wars. Um, the Bad Batch came out a little bit newer, right? And then it was yep. um, Rebels. So maybe you could kind of speak to that a little bit. Like if you wanted to keep up and like, or like even Ahsoka, like we haven't watched Ahsoka yet because I, I keep hearing like you should probably watch, you know, A, B and C first. Yeah. So like maybe you could speak to that a little bit. Like if you want to have understanding of like these newer things, what is it that you have to do for like, do you have to, will you enjoy it more? Is it really required or, you know, that sort of thing. There is so much new content out there now and it's because, you know, many reasons. I mean, one issue was um, Disney kind of its plan for Star Wars after it was sold. There was a lot of things that went wrong with the the new trilogy and kind of all this other new content coming out. So now we have two great directors and producers, Dave Filoni and um, – oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank on his uh, the other name. Uh, Dave Filoni and um, John hey. Favreau. No, John Favreau. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Now, those two, have, which created The Mandalorian, has uh, has has kind of repaired – Sort sort of the issues that have been happening with with Star Wars. Just to be more clear, which ones do you need to see? Like, if you want to watch, let's just break them down. If you want to watch Mandalorian, um, and um, and Boba Fett, you can go without watching the other ones. You could go without. Yeah, the absolutely, right? absolutely. If you, you want can definitely, more, yeah. Did you want to learn about um the the um I can't even remember her name. Who the female character that's uh. Uh, the girlfriend. Oh, uh, uh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yes. So if yeah. you want to, if you want to know like the about the war and how they lost the planet and that whole thing, which I didn't know, um, yeah. What what do you need to have at least seen if you need that information or if like you want to know kind of more about the Mandalorians? Is yeah. That Clone so Wars? that would be Clone Wars. Yeah. 
And as you as you watch all these different things, there's there's more shows that kind of tell more information of that. So it's kind of hard to kind I guess tell you the order because it it depends on what you're into. Like there's so many separate things like uh, Mandalorian, for instance, and let's just take your example, the Mandalorian and uh, Bo-Katan. There's so many different characters and and um, stories now that you can that are associated with a different show. So like if you, you know, like Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett was first introduced in, in Star Wars, the original movies. Now there's a show about <laughs> the book of Boba where he was supposed to die in the Sarlacc pit, <laughs> Sarlacc pit when he fell in the movies. But right. all of a sudden he's resurrected and there's this whole story about him now, too. You know, so um, isn't like beside, well, then there's the, the guy that shows up at the end of the show, the blue dude, right? That that was in what was that in? Yeah. So you to to know who that assassin was, you would have to watch Clone Wars and uh, then you would get any. You know, it's so funny because. You wouldn't even know he had any association with the emperor or the imperials, you know. But again, that's all found in Clone Wars, you know. Yeah, because I think that people that didn't see of all of Clone Wars, <laughs> like this guy shows up and you're like, oh, that's a nice suit he's wearing. He was like a nice puppet. Like it didn't. <laughs> yeah. People that knew who he was 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 a lot were were a lot more excited, I think, than you know than people who didn't. So yeah. like if so that okay, so let's just take a quick look. So so Clone Wars. And then for Clone Wars, I, I've heard this to be, and I think this is probably true. You could skip the entire first season. Oh um, yeah, and you could jump and, in on, on season two, right? And again, with Clone Wars two, like I mean, Clone Wars, it's it's tough because it's a cartoon, but it's really a cartoon for adults. You know, in the beginning, it's it's kind of long, it's kind of drawn out a little bit. You know, the 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 action scenes don't come on till late. It, it's like a movie, and eventually. You know, it, it gets better as the seasons go on. And I think the final season of Clone Wars was the best. You know, it, it had Ahsoka Tano, which is a Jedi um, that was trained by Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, you know. So um, <clears throat> it gets better as it goes on. Can you um, can you skip around a little bit? Like if you were trying to just like do it for the the movie purposes or the TV show purposes, like can you can you like go online and like oh, yeah. only watch certain episodes? Oh yeah, you could definitely skip around. You, you all you got to do is do a quick Google search of like what's the best order to f watch these in, and you could definitely find it that way. But like you could skip some too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It tells you there, there's, there's, there's like maps online of like what episodes to watch from Clone Wars, from Rebels, and it kind of connects everything for you if you want to see it in a certain order. And then Rebels. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is Rebels seems like it's important to watch a chunk of Rebels for Ahsoka. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. If you want to watch, you don't need to watch Rebels to watch Ahsoka, but it will definitely help understand a lot of things in Ahsoka. So, like people that don't know about certain characters and things, because I still haven't even seen it. Was it, yeah? Did you when you were watching it, where you were like, um you're going to enjoy this a lot more if you had known who this was or was it okay? Uh, it was, it was cool to find the, see the connections, but it was still okay to, to, to watch without it, you know? So you could like, you could like Pulp Fiction it where you could watch this and then <laughs> watch the, you could watch them later and it, it's still kind of rewarding, I guess. To, to Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, uh, one of the characters in Ahsoka, um, 
was uh, this kind of like uh, I don't want to tell you because you haven't really seen it. Well, just one of the characters kind of knew Anakin Skywalker. And, um, you know, he makes reference to it, to Ahsoka and like to a Star Wars fan. You're like, what? Oh, my God. No way. He knew Anakin Skywalker, you know. And uh, but if you were not a Star Wars fan and you're just kind of watching it for the first time, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Maybe I should look into that. You know, if depending on how much uh, you like the Star Wars, you know. And then where um, where does the Bad Batch fit into all this stuff? You know, it's it's hard to say if these kid these cartoons are for kids because there's so much content that the characters and say and like character development. And I think that whole go that goes back to like Dave Filoni and John Farrow kind of fixing the Star Wars story issues. Um, you know, but eventually there's action scenes and things that kind of get kids interested. But the Bad Batch fits in um right after the uh right after episode three. And kind of the clones are kind of decommissioned and and uh, not needed anymore. And the Empire takes over, you know. So then what um, is that you need to do you need to have seen Rebels or Clone Wars to understand what's happening in the Bad Batch? Um, No, no. So you, you so, just know the movies? Yeah. So the Bad Batch basically is three. Uh, it's a, a squad of clones who were kind of um, specialized And they weren't like any other clone and they were sent on special missions during the Clone Wars. But then when the clones are decommissioned by the Emperor, um, these clones are these this bad batch is like, um, well, we're not going to be a part of the decommissioning. We're going to do our own thing. (laughs) We want we and they kind of go off on their own little their little quest of, uh, you know, trying to find their place in the universe and um, so it, it, it it's a cool show, but like I said, it's it's adults. Uh, it's a lot of adult content, you know. Okay, and then last the last question about like going back is like the whole thing with um the gray or the dark lightsaber and all that stuff that's in Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Wa- what do you need to watch to understand that? So the the dark saber in the Mandalorian, um, a lot of that comes from the Clone Wars and Dave Filoni created that and he brought it to life in the Mandalorian. So when that was first uh, seen in live action, people were going nuts. Like, this is amazing. Oh my God. You know, (laughs) we're bringing this from a cartoon to real life. Right. right. You know, Uh, so you would watch Clone Wars to see, to, to get an understanding of the dark saber. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe we could link a couple articles in the show notes of like, the the order stuff like you know what, what to watch what like if you want to watch this maybe i'm sure there's articles that are out there we'll, we'll find a couple um this is really cool this is good to know i didn't really know like a lot going in with the other shows um yeah. so i think that we want to um you know eventually pop on clone wars uh and maybe see if uh like you did kind of the background to see if it grabs anyone's attention yeah, um, yeah. but you know it's it's cool so i'm glad uh you know we we, we are going to talk more about um how this relates to disney on our disney episode um, but I think we're, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of get move out of the Star Wars stuff, um, because it is, uh, there's so much to talk about. And, um, I think that at home you guys are probably like thinking like, oh man, there's a lot to watch. What do I do? But I hope this will help you a little bit. So one article this week, uh, that we found was from CNN. What do we got here? It was the, um, overthinking the initiation into Star Wars for our kids. <laughs> so I thought it was really good. So, um, you know, it, it's funny cause, um, in in the what article, do those experts say? 
Yeah, because <laughs> Ka- Carrie Fisher in the article says says um, it's like they're introducing the child to a tribe, which is kind of funny, right? <laughs> but um, basically, um, some of the things that they mentioned in this article, which we'll we'll post so you guys can check it out, was um, kind of like what we had talked about a little bit before. Um, is you have to know your kids, and when they're old enough to begin training. Um, they say is probably not before the age of five for most households. So like you have to know your kids, whatever else, um, judgment free zone, Michael, I mean, we're good. I disagree. Um, so, I disagree. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> you know, so like there's also this other part of it, which kind of happened in our house too, is, uh, you know, there's books, right? So, um, they mentioned here about, um, having patience, not pushing on, on your kids, like, you know, making it more of a family affair, which is kind of nice. Um, one of the things that they talk about is like, how um, you can, you know, read the books and like read about it a little bit um, and like how they're, um, you know, one thing that they talked about, because um, this is from the perspective of like different, you know, different people that work there. Um, one of them was saying that they turned it into like a nighttime story. So like they told the story <laughs> over of like, you know, telling it like a nighttime story over that. What happened to, you know, to in episode four over the course of like a few years, because if the kid is like three years old and wants to watch it and then, you know, you and your, your partner decide that maybe it's a little bit too early, then you can yeah. have fun with it. You know, you could grab like your, uh, you could grab like a, you know, not make it do a ghost story, but you could get like a little flashlight. You could like, you know, sit in bed with your kid and you could kind of like tell them a version of it. They talk about it like, you know, <laughs> how they did it almost like the Rudolph the Red Rinse Reindeer and like, like almost like making it more of like a good, like exciting um, picture booky kind of thing, right? Well, it's good. It's funny you say that because there was uh, I did purchase uh, and I forgot to mention this, but I did purchase the five minute Star Wars stories. So oh, yeah, um, those books, they sell them like BJ's and Costco, right? Yeah. And it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to to use uh, to get the kids into it. So like books definitely help, you know? Yeah. And you could get like the golden books. You could get the five minute Star Wars stories. Yeah. Um, and then the golden books, instead of breaking it into like a whole movie as one book. It's usually like it's it's probably like two, maybe three golden books is a movie because it's just too much going on. Yeah, they make it they make it a little bit more approachable. Um, And then in this article, they say that, you know, when they finally got to the point where they showed the kid uh, Star Wars, then his guy's daughter was like super excited. And, and, you know, (laughs) she's like, um, it's like, what do you think of it? He was thinking like, oh, she's going to say like, oh, it's okay. He had the popcorn going. He had all the stuff, no distractions. Um, and, uh, and then her response was like, it's Google Plex good, you know, whatever, whatever she said. <laughs> so like, you know, you have to have a little faith in the process and like, maybe they'll be into it, but you know, even if it's a just, small part, they'll remember it. Just show it when they come out of the womb. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I love it. Oh my God. Um, all right. So, uh, if you have time this week, the question is, uh, when were you, how old were you when you first watched Star Wars and how old are your kids going to be or how old were they when you showed it to them? Um, or are you planning to show it to them or are you never going to show it to them? <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you have questions or comments for us, a topic, an idea, a parenting story or a fail, like showing your kids Star Wars when they were uh, three years old for episode one that you experienced or maybe some family trauma, you can contact us. Maybe even tell us about not becoming birthday for your kiddos. Um, you can leave us a voicemail message um, at 559-LAY-KIDS, uh, 559-537-5437. The, the phone number's in the show notes. You could email us um, at heyotherparents at gmail.com. Um, if it's easier for you, just type something out. Keep it short, keep it weird. We'll most likely use it for the show. And three, you could join us on Instagram at heyotherparents at gmail.com. We try to keep you up to date with show notes, um, polls, wacky stuff, 
and we always take uh, things we talked about and turn into goofy images like postcards or like Polaroids. We post them on our Instagram. <laughs> so take it out. Take a little peek at that. And you might laugh. All right. So we are back for our time to unplug. Don't forget, you'll be a better we if you take care of me. This part of the show is all about uh, finding things that maybe don't always have to do with our kids, but things as adults, either stuff with our, for ourselves or with our spouses, something that makes you feel like you still have a little part of your day <laughs> carved out so that you could do some of the things that you enjoy. What do you got for us today? So keeping it in the sci-fi realm, um, Godzilla minus one. I saw that recently in the movie theaters and it was really cool. I mean, <clears throat> you know, if you don't like uh, movies, I guess, in other languages and you have to read the subtitles, you know, then I, I would recommend not seeing it in the theaters and just wait for it to come out at uh, uh, out on, uh, on, you know, streaming or whatever. But, uh, you know, it was really cool because it brought back that old feeling of Godzilla. Like, if you've seen the new Godzilla movies, you know, there's there's all this craziness of, like, Godzilla versus Kong punching each other in the face, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, all these other kaijus, and, and that's all great. I mean, I love that stuff, too. But this kind of took it back to, like, the original, like, 1950s, like, humans versus Godzilla, and it uh, – it was it was definitely interesting. It, it's up for I think an Academy Award or you know an Oscar or something like that. And uh, I definitely recommend watching it. It was really really good. That's cool. I don't I really don't know a whole lot about it. Um, so I may have to check it out because I just I always picture like the bad remakes and the bad you know like I could picture like the you know the David Bowie remake of Heroes and like you know whatever. But anyway, so I you, I, you have been talking about this for a while, so I think it might be time for us to flip it on. Yeah. So, what about um, you, man? This, what do you got yeah, going so on? I was like, I so I, I had one that I was going to talk about, and then I changed it. So last night, um, we saw um, my my wife's parents. They came over um, with my my sister in law um, and my brother in law and their kids, and uh, we we celebrated um, Rachel's dad's birthday. Happy birthday, mm -hmm. Howard! And um, we ended up um, you know hanging out, and then you and I were trying to figure out the show and stuff. So I don't know what got into me. I don't know if it was very nostalgia ish, but I wanted to talk about. Um, Nintendo Switch. So we talked about video game episodes uh, a little while ago. So um, on the Nintendo Switch, if you pay for a membership, which is like really originally, if you think about like video game memberships, um, most of the reason why you would pay for them is really just so you could have like the online thing where you could like play against people in a different like another house or whatever, like go online uh -huh. and play games together. I don't really think Nintendo really figured this out so well. Like the majority of the games don't really work well for that. But they what they do give you, and you don't have to pay a lot for this. There's like the cheaper version of the online membership has a lot of old school Nintendo games on there. So the the classic NES games and the SNES games, that's on there. There's a few Game Boy games, and then you get like more stuff if you pay for like like the plus membership. You know how it goes. It's like right, right, but right. Anyway, so the basic membership every year, and I get in this habit. I don't know where it comes from. But I have this thing where I have to play <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2. And, oh. I, and I don't know what it is about this game, but it Dude, is. Dude, that's a classic. Absolute, that's a classic. It is a joy. I love this game. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah. um I I booted it up and um and I was and I was like, the kids were all in bed. My wife went to bed a little early. She had like a cold or whatever. So I was like, I got I'm not ready to go to bed yet. So I'm on the couch <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I know that we're gonna wake up super early and do this episode. And I was like, what can I do that's like maybe 25, 30 minutes tops? So I plopped yeah. down and I'm in the middle of all this, I'm still making I'm making bread. You know me. I'm like a yeah. thousand things going on. The dough's not ready to go in the fridge yet, so I still have like a half an hour to kill. So I boot this thing up, boot up Super Mario Brothers 2. 
and I forget. So this is crazy. So as a parent, um, you know, maybe you haven't played these games in a long time. If you have Nintendo Switch in your house and you have the online membership, any game that's on the Nintendo part of it, it has the ability to freeze and rewind. So like if you make a mistake or you die, you hold down the two top buttons and then it, it pauses and you a new screen comes up at the bottom, like almost like a timeline. And you no can way. rewind before you died. So like, look, I'm not here to like tell you that you're going to be, you know, that you're trying to like speed run this and get like trophies and everyone's watching you. Right. So if you want to cheat a little bit, you <laughs> can do that. And I was playing it and I was like, I'm getting through this. So like I, I played it and you know, what's so funny. It's like, I remember like the warp zones and stuff. I'm like, there's something here. I'm so like grabbing the, I'm grabbing the potion. I'm chucking them down. I'm like, nope, not this spot. I rewinded. I moved over a couple of screens. I dropped down. I'm like, yep, that's the spot. Went down the pipe, got the thing. So like you, if you die, you're getting frustrated. It's a great way to play some of these games because there's also like on here, um, there was, you know, Zelda, Zelda one, Zelda two, Zelda two is a really, really hard game. So playing that with the rewind functionality, oh my god, it's amazing because yeah, like you yeah. can actually get through these things. But um, Super Mario Brothers two, great game. They didn't have in Japan. They released a different Super Mario Brothers two. It was way harder. That's actually on there too. It's <laughs> called like the Lost Levels. But Super Mario Brothers two in America was um, a different game completely called Doki Doki Panic. And they actually Nintendo took it and they took the characters that were in Japan out of it and replaced them with the characters that we all know and love. And that's where that's why this game has. Um, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad to choose from for every level because those are originally different characters for a different game. And they updated oh. music and did a bunch of other stuff, but I love it. So remember this too, it's just a weird, funky game. Um, but I highly recommend you grab the Switch, you bust it out, you go in the Lost Levels, you definitely figure out how to do the pause and rewind stuff. <laughs> and then the other little thing about it too is that you can actually... Um, when you're also pausing and rewinding, that same functionality, like once to hold the buttons down, once to like tap it, when yeah. you tap it, like, cause you know how it is. When I was growing up, my parents remember like I'd be playing a game and like they'd be like, "We gotta go out to eat now. We're leaving." And I'm like, "I can't, I can't. I gotta save it. I gotta save it. I gotta, I'm not ready to save." So like in um in all of these games, instead of saving it traditionally, which you can still do, like you could hit the save part like you would normally do, but yeah. like Nintendo is you know the old school games are they're they're you know a little harsh for that. You could save. It's called a save state. So you tap it, you tap the R and L buttons, and then you could go to make a save state. And what it really does is it just takes a frozen. It saves that moment where you're playing. And as long as that saves, when you boot the game up again, you could load the save state and it will load the game from exactly wherever you just paused it. So like you don't wow. need to worry about getting to a certain part and saving it. So, um, you know, so you could get to the end of the level. You could, uh, you could keep rewinding until you get like your little like slot machine of three cherries. <laughs> you get your five lives and you're ready to rock. So anyway, so I think it's great. So I think, uh, you know, those of you who are having Dude, love switches it. in the house and you want to play some old school stuff, you're not really interested love in the new it. stuff. It's it Contra's there. Uh, I think Contra's there. Uh, you know, this is there. Zelda's there. Metroid's there. There's so many good things. But um, <laughs> anyway, I think we're running out of time here. So I think we're going to wrap up this episode on uh, Star Wars. Um, we're going to call this one Imperial Entanglements because it's just <laughs> all of the issue trying to sit down and getting um, an episode going with great your day. kids great on day. the TV, on the couch, so you can watch it. I think we're all out of time on our episode of Star Wars. Uh, Imperial Entanglements with Star Wars with the kids. So uh, <laughs> we'd like to take a moment to thank our listeners and our supporters for donating to the show. If you want to help support our show uh, so we can keep making episodes like this one, we have a link to donate in the show notes. If you don't have the means to do so, we hope you can tell your friends or family about our podcast so we can reach more parents on our crazy adventure. 
um, or you could leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We can't wait to explore this parenting thing again with you next week on Hey the Parents because it's the three of us and all of you. Sarah's going to be back next week and it'll be truly the three of us. Don't forget to hug your kids and charge your Chromebooks. That's going to do it for me and for Mike. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, The Parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Desiree, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you'll consider going to our show notes and supporting our podcast. Find us online on Instagram at HeyTheParents. Send us an email at HeyTheParents at gmail.com or leave us a wonderful voicemail, 559-LAYKIDS. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.